Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, that is it, Albie. I it's know. pretty much set in stone. This time last year, you and I were probably pretty sure, still openly supporting Trump, I think. Uh, sorry, uh, death DeSantis. sentence. And pretty sure that... I just mixed up DeSantis and death sentence and said both at once, I think. But yeah, I said to you Friday when um, Tim Scott was up, it was, I think that was Friday when he was endorsing Trump. Yes. Friday night. And I was like, wow, it feels like things are consolidating here. Yes, absolutely. But guess what? DeSanctimonious is now retired. Trump has forgiven him. Okay. He just said, will I be using the name Ron DeSanctimonious? I said, that name is officially retired. (laughs) (laughs) That's at Trump's campaign in Manchester. Um, So, you know, it kind of sucks in a way because DeSantis is, is the best candidate. He's, oh, yeah, he'd be a great president, He'd be a obviously. great president. He mistreats the press, which I always like because they deserve it, and we'll talk more about that later. Um, he's incredibly, for a politician, he's got a huge depth of knowledge on, pol- knowledge on policy issues. Yeah, total wonk. Total wonk. Greetings from Florida. The warmth of being home is a reminder why I've chosen public service. From joining the United States Navy and serving in Iraq to representing the people in the U.S. Congress and now serving as governor of Florida. And it reminds me why I decided to run for president, to fight for those who have been forgotten in this country. This is America's time for choosing. We can choose to allow a border invasion, or we can choose to stop it. We can choose reckless borrowing and spending, or we can choose to limit government and lower inflation. We can choose political indoctrination, or we can choose classical education. These choices are symptoms of the underlying struggle to ensure that constitutional government can endure and that Western civilization can survive. 
And we launched this campaign to bring accountability to government, regain sovereignty at our border, and restore sanity to our society. We cannot succeed as a country if we allow our nation to be invaded, our currency to be debased, our cities to crumble, and our kids to be indoctrinated. The DC elites who facilitated this mess do not care about you, and they do not work for you. They work for themselves. They seek to accumulate power at your expense to pursue an agenda that is harmful to the American people. Citizens do not serve politicians. It is the duty of politicians to serve you. Talk is cheap. Actions speak louder than words. Reversing the decline of this nation requires leadership that delivers big results for the people we are elected to serve. I have a record of leading with conviction, championing an agenda marked by bold colors, (laughs) delivering on my promises, and defeating the people who are responsible for our nation's decline. That is the type of leadership we need for all of America. It is interesting that he did it, that he prefabbed this, Mm -hmm. that he didn't do it in front of a crowd, because Vivek did it in front of a crowd, and Chrissy did it in front of a crowd. Yeah, but, well, Vivek did it, um, you know, after not doing as well as he wanted to. So that was like his speech. Yeah, yeah, that was going to be, could have been his acceptance or his Right, if he'd done, like, if he'd, like, Done, had some big surge and come mm-hmm. in second or something but yeah no it's sort of a different scenario and I suppose like I I don't know but I think the rumors have kind of been swirling a little while here like mm-hmm. will Ron DeSantis stay in because like he didn't he's obviously not going to do well in New Hampshire it's very interesting because you wonder because even this morning who was it Thomas Massey mm-hmm. and other pundits were out there for him Talking about right. we've removed all our resources to s- South Carolina, and we're retrenching there, and that's where we're going to make our stand, and we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, it's, but it it's felt interesting like, how a campaign works like that. Like you're, we're still going until we don't. Right. It felt though a little bit like a chicken with its head cut off, still mm. walking around, didn't it? After Iowa, and then because it was like, oh, we're focusing on South Carolina. No, we're not giving up on New Hampshire. We're there too. Oh, we're still doing Sunday shows. And then yesterday when he canceled all his Sunday show appearances, I said to you, yeah, like, here it. we go. I don't know if this is gonna go. Um, and yeah, and I, I think Nikki Haley's not long after, to be honest with you. No, I, yeah, it's, I don't it's think, over. I mean... Judge Judy, um, you know, notwithstanding... I, I uh, just think, yeah, so basically, because we've already heard people saying that they're not going to give her money unless she does well in New Hampshire. Well, what's doing well in New Hampshire? The polls are showing her like 10 to 20 points behind mm-hmm. Trump. I'm going to assume it's probably more like 20. And then with Ron DeSantis dropping out, it could end up being more like 30 frankly yeah um, i mean and so, so then what's the path forward i don't think she makes it i don't think they will have the money to continue running a big campaign all the way for the next month through south carolina unless there's some huge upset victory and she like beats trump in new hampshire but south like, carolina i mean there's no how can she stay until but, south carolina no no she can't she, yeah she wants to end her really political career having been beaten in her own state yeah, that's brutal. I, but and also, I think that she, I think she's out this week. Um, if, yeah, even I mean, if she I does think... well in New Hampshire. That's because Democrats are voting for her. Well, right. There's no reason for her to be. But I think Ron DeSantis dropping out is going to help Trump, not Nikki Haley. Yeah, especially because so Ron DeSantis drops out. 
most of the polls have him around like six in New Hampshire. I think Trump probably gets close to all of that. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's a lot of crossover. Ron well, DeSantis, Nikki Haley. People. Is there not? Let's think, think. Think about my friend Michael Graham, former radio host, New mm-hmm. Hampshire, uh, in East Journal. Mm-hmm. He was a DeSantis guy. Yep. I don't think he's going to vote for Trump. You don't think so? I, I don't think so. Is he so. going to vote for Haley? I don't. No, no. Like I don't think he can bring himself in the prior in the general. To bring himself to vote for Trump. In the general, he can't vote for Trump? I don't know if he could. I, I guess I should ask him. I'm speaking out of school here. But like he's he was up there um, hobnobbing with uh, uh, Steve Hayes and Jonah Goldberg of the Dispatch, both of whom I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and those guys will never vote for Trump. But, They're disgusting. But, they by weren't, but like Jonah Goldberg wasn't going to vote for DeSantis anyway because he ran too Trumpy in this campaign. I think that the fact that oh, Ron no, DeSantis... I think he could have. I think that the Ron DeSantis... Being at six points in New Hampshire already is a reflection of the fact that he already lost all those people in New Hampshire. Yes. Now, over the past many months, Casey and I have traveled across the country to deliver a message of hope that decline is a choice and that we can, in fact, succeed again as a nation. Nobody worked harder, and we left it all out on the field. Now, following our second place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop now. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. He Why ain't th- wrong about any of this. He's right yeah. on. Disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci, Trump is superior to the current incumbent, nice Joe Biden. In this. That is clear. Yeah. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackage formed of warmed-over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. The days of putting Americans last, of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. I thank all of our passionate supporters who have stood by us through it all, that we had people volunteer to come to Iowa in the middle of a blizzard to knock on doors and make phone calls touched us dearly. No candidate had more thrown at him, but no candidate had so many committed volunteers and staff. Finally, I want to thank my wife, Casey, and our kids, Madison, Mason, and Mamie. Casey's gone far above and beyond in her support for our campaign and for our cause. She's not only a great wife and mother, she's a great American who cares deeply about the future of the country that our kids will inherit. Our kids have seen and done a lot on the trail, from playing on the famed Field of Dreams baseball site in Iowa to making their first snowman in New Hampshire. They are one of the reasons we fight so hard for what we believe in. Winston Churchill once remarked that success is not final, failure is not fatal, it is the courage to continue that counts. While this campaign has ended, the mission continues. Down here in Florida, we will continue to show the country how to lead. Thank you and God bless. So you saw that there's seems to be no good attribution that Churchill said that. 
Oh, I it's don't a bunch of internet that. reporting. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter at all. And I think, so to finish my earlier thought, I think that the other reason why this helps Trump a lot in New Hampshire, um, regardless of, you know, whether one or two of Ron's two of six points there go to Nikki Haley, is that I think that it um, really sends the consolidation message, right? Is that this is over. This is not... I'm dropping out because I can't continue the campaign. Let the best man of who's left win. Well, hold on. This is no, no, well. Well, no. we Wait, just Stephanie. heard that Ron DeSantis has dropped out of the race. He's been a good governor, and we wish him well. <laughs> Having said that, it's now one fella and one lady left. So there were 14 people in this race. There were a lot of fellas. All the fellas are out, except for this one. And this comes down to what do you want? Do you want more of the same, or do you want something new? Do you want to go back to a country where they decide who's a good person, who's a bad person, who's the right person, who's the wrong person? No. Or what does do you that mean? want to come together as Americans? What is that? And say, you know what? We're going to get inflation down and get our economy back on track. Yeah. We're going to get our kids reading again and go back to the basics in education. We're going to secure our border once and for all. We're going to bring law and order back to this country, and we are going to have a strong America that we can all be proud of. That's our goal. That's what we're doing. We've got two days until New Hampshire goes to the polls, and we're going to make sure that we fight all the way until the last second. And what the people of New Hampshire should know is when we win the presidency in this country, I will do everything I can to prove to you that you made the right decision. But for now, I'll leave you with this. May the best woman win. There you go, Alice. You love that. Thank you, Stefan Husband. I appreciate that. Because what I was trying to set up and get to was the fact that Nikki Haley obviously has this totally wrong. This isn't Ron DeSantis dropping out because he can see that only Trump or Nikki Haley can win now. This is Ron DeSantis dropping out because he can see that only Trump can win now. Right. So, and you know, I would, uh, once again, talking to Michael Graham, we've been talking recently, even, was that this morning we talked? Yes. Uh, even about... Our sense of time is warped because of COVID. Was that this morning or yesterday morning? That was this morning. Because I can't, I, I'd call him now or text him now because he's, I think his son's getting married. I so. thought it was this morning. Maybe I'm wrong. Um. So, but... His feeling, and I don't disagree. There's a there's a demarcation line now in the, and some of you guys are probably right there. I think some like toast is probably here as well, where you're doing the pragmatic thing versus the spiritually correct thing. Right. And I believe that you and I, there's a chance that all of us who are now on Team Trump are essentially taking the shot of sake before flying the Mitsubishi into an aircraft carrier. Mm -hmm. Where, I mean, there's part of me, the, the, 
This is not a pragmatic, and I have been, you have too probably, I've been emotional over candidates before when I was, whatever, whatever, younger, you know, I loved, you know, I even liked Romney, and I loved George W. Bush, especially after 9-11, but but whatever. Mm -hmm. But but what we're doing here, and it doesn't matter because he's going to win anyway, he's going to win the, the, the beat the field, like, DeSantis, we can acknowledge as we celebrate tonight that DeSantis should be the nominee. Mm-hmm. He's got a better tool set, none of the negatives. Right. He should be. Then again, it makes... We're in a world where symmetry matters. And what's being done to Donald Trump is so unbearably awful mm-hmm. and game-changing that it has to be Trump. And it's a different thing. It's a- well, right, and it's crazy because that's something that the left did. Yeah. And this is something I've like said for a long time, and even like in the 2016 campaign, it's like every time Trump makes you think, like, I can't vote for this guy. Like, he's just making me too crazy. He's too nuts. He's too all over the place. Every time you think that like you can't vote for him again, the left, whether it's the media or the politicians or whoever, they act so insane about him mm-hmm. that they drive you right back into liking the guy. And they've just done that again on this grand scale. One of the Sunday shows that we had on today that we were listening to, they were saying like, I can't believe so many people believe the lie that the DOJ has been politicized against Republicans. Right. Well, like, yeah, maybe that might have been a little harder to believe before you indicted your political opponent on 91 well, right. different felony counts. Well, like, right. It's just, you're right. It's their obsessive, soaring eye of need to indict him, need to indict him, need, need to purge him, need to, need to punish him. And that's why when they went through the document things and people would, they were happy to move the bar every time. You see, he didn't sign him out with the National Archives. You see, there's special stuff about Israel there. No, you see, now there's nuke stuff there. It's like, I understand you just need to depose him. I know you want him destroyed. You know, you see, he he uh, grabbed E. Jean Carroll. Uh, first of all, no. She's insane. These pro- Fannie Willis is a psychotic. Right. But the, the left is happy to, to because they're, they're willing to club Trump for him. And it's like, no, your distortion of reality is worse than his chaotic reality. It is, and it's worse for the world. And not only that, but in the name of keeping up vigor and anger and passion to towards destroying Trump, the left in this country, the other half of this country is willing to not see anything Biden is doing. Like Trump did nothing as bad as blame border patrol patrol for whipping people. Right. He didn't do anything that bad. But Biden did, and they're yeah. doing the whole song and dance and where's all the special reports all the anything anything well yeah or like one of the sunday shows somebody was like do you think trump will obey the constitution if he's reelected like biden openly admits that he's done stuff that he knows is unconstitutional and then just waited for the supreme court to throw it out after like the eviction moratorium or the student loan stuff biden's done a ton of unconstitutional stuff and you're going to sit here and tell me like where is the line on on you know the constitution on the Constitution, right? Well, well, right, and they never bother doing any introspection. So, which is why you have Dasha Burns today on um, 
which was it today? Face the Nation, I think. Um, saying that, and listen to this. This is a reporter on the ground in New Hampshire. Listen to how she says that she got some talk to voters. The economy, by all accounts, you can look at the data, it's doing well. And I, and I posed this to voters when I was talking yeah. to them there. I said, look, um, wages are going up. Unemployment is down. Uh, the stock market's doing well. But how do you feel about the economy? And no one, no one I talked to gave me a positive answer. No, no, no. I, I gave you the answer. I told you everything's doing a lot better. Okay. So when I ask you now, just tell me the economy's good. I don't feel, doesn't feel, no, no, mm-hmm. no. All the leading indicators indicate that it's good. Uh, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. It's amazing. It's like, who will front loads a man in a sweet street question, you know, trying to lead the witness first. Here, I'll give you all the facts that you need to know, just so you know. They are frustrated, both Democrats and Republicans, and I'm not talking like hardcore Trump Republicans. They feel that the Biden administration touting how good the economy is when they don't feel yeah. it right. is is out of touch, and they feel uh, kind of slapped in the face a little bit. <laughs> and- well, and it's so funny, too, because everything is caveated with this they feel that... right. It's not that people are suffering and the Bidenomics economy is killing them. It's not that, you know, they've wrecked all the productivity of the American dream. It's not that they're trying to, like... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary ban uber and make everybody's life more difficult and raise taxes on you and the inflation is making your grocery budget out of control it's not that it's that you know you You feel feel. you feel this and that about the economy and that's 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 totally a a, an elite media thing too it's like why would you vote for something that's not in your best interests you know. Oh yeah, they've been doing that for years. They but the they th- used to like talk about this all the time at my high school. We can't believe the dumb rural Republicans keep voting against their own best interests. Well, there was a time, Alice, remember, just in 2010, when the Tea Party was going, that remember in Chicago, a CNN reporter browbeat a voter? Mm-hmm. Saying, Why are you doing things? She, kept, she was contradicting him. Yeah. And she was fired. Yeah, but now that's all there is in yeah. media. It's actually like completely out of control, and it's fascinating. Morgan said in the chat, groceries are like out of control, expensive, yeah. and the the left keeps being like one of these shows. I forget which one it was. If it was even, maybe you just played it, and I missed that particular sentence. But there was one where she said like. Prices are down. Inflation's down. Prices are down. The prices aren't down. Inflation's down. Yes. 
But there, there's disinflation, but there's not deflation, right. which means the prices go down. And the prices don't necessarily have to go down. Wages are rising, but people aren't going to feel good until the wages catch back up to all the inflation that happened yes. over the last few years. It's not going to matter if real wages, once you adjust for inflation, are up over the last six months or year, we're talking about people's real wages have been down for like three years now in some cases. Yes. You know, so you can't have this economy until people's wages have caught back up to where they were and probably and then some, probably until people's real wages have caught back up to where they would have been had there been no pandemic and all that until they're like back on track people expect rising prosperity over time. You expect to be better off this year than you were last year, to make more money this year not just on your paycheck but you expect to feel wealthier this year you expect to work hard this year and be better off not work hard this year and be able to afford less this year than you did the year before right right like the the expectation is not oh well the prices didn't go up as much this year i'm a little bit less poor i'm like less more poor this year than i was the year before you know oh the the rate of my real wage decrease has slowed down a little bit this year that doesn't help me i don't feel better about the economy from that everything at the grocery store is two bucks more than it used to be a couple of years right and i got clam sauce and i got some other stuff everything's two bucks more and and for us just anecdotally you know we if we're going up to vermont to our place in vermont we try to do our bulk shopping down here right because if we shop at tops the old grand union it's mm-hmm. expensive as hell, and you got to think there's a lot of people in Hardwick, Vermont, and around that area who aren't making much money or on fixed incomes, and they're just getting hammered, right? Hammered by all this stuff. It's ridiculous. And then when those people say, "Hey, why is this happening?" they call them racist and call them white trash and, and, and yeah. walk on them. The economy is actually better. Duh, yeah. you're better off now. Like I am. <laughs> Wait, yeah. It's it's so bizarre, and it's I mean by it. Biden just was out. Um, we saw this thing where he went to eat with this family and they he bought cookout, which is like from a chicken restaurant, I guess. Um, and the like meal at the cookout. So he had a picture of him in front of the sign. And there's another picture because he also visited this place in North Carolina or wherever back in the um, 2021 or in 2020, like back at the beginning right. of his presidency or in his campaign and the meal back then was 5.99 and now it's 7.69 it's like a they did the math it's like a 28 percent price increase that's a lot and if you're feeding a big family it's a lot a lot you know if you're a single millennial maybe you don't notice like a 20 percent price increase that much or something because you're only feeding one person but the groceries is terrible the gas is terrible it's really like it's really out of control and their weird denial about it. Like, what do these people want? We've made the economy so much better. What are you talking about? Corinne Jean-Pierre had one on Friday in the um, in the press briefing where she was talking about how much better the economy is now. And well, it's like, of course, it's an insult. Well, in add insult to injury, Biden just paid off another however million, $100 million in student loans. Yeah, great. For people with master's degrees, you're telling the people in a hard work Vermont that go, guess what? Congratulations, you just paid for people in Darien, Connecticut for their master's degrees. F you, man. F you. He is such a piece of shit. It's re- incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. And all you have to do, that, that is, that that guy, he should be so impeached, so impeached. You know what else? 
Mm-hmm. Since the rules are the rules now, I think they right. should go after him afterwards. The AG, just like this yeah. guy goes after Why Trump. not? He broke the Constitution that's yeah. breaking the law, right? Why shouldn't he yes. go to jail for that? I mean, right? That's what we're doing. That's a stupid game we're playing now. And yeah, so I like I do think that there's that there's a line here. They were complaining on one of your podcasts on the dispatch, I think, about Rand Paul. Mm-hmm. About how he used to be against, like, Obama droning American citizens, but now he thinks there's presidential immunity. Well, like, is there or isn't there? Because Obama never got arrested for droning American citizens. Right? right? Like, so, so yeah, he has a point. Like, if we're willing to say that, but if Obama did that and he is not in jail, like, if it's okay to drone American citizens overseas, then... Then I think giving speeches at the Capitol is okay. I think consulting lawyers about what your options are about the presidential ballot is okay. No, like I don't understand what it is that they think the president's not immune from. Like, where's the line, you know? So anyway, I don't know. I mean, oh, Trump's not my favorite. If Ron DeSantis had still been in it, I would have voted for Ron DeSantis in the primary, probably, but he's done. Like, I guess I'm going to vote for Trump in the primary now, because I'm not going to vote for Nikki Haley. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, she's if, terrible. if he's on the ballot. If then. only because I can't live, I will not survive four years of, like, boss babe one-liners, like, yeah. let the best woman win. I'll just, <laughs> I'll jump in a lake or something. I can't do it. It's too bad. So, but yeah, I mean, her campaign's done too. I so my bold prediction. I made my bold uh, Iowa prediction, which came true, which was that DeSantis would be in second. Uh, and um, I would like to make my bold New Hampshire prediction, right which is that I think Trump's closer to thirty points ahead than twenty. Yes, and um, I think Nikki Haley will drop out. So now here's my question for you. Yes. Haley drops out. I think before South Carolina. I think she what drops does, out. Haley drops out, and mm-hmm. all you hear is the end of times nightmare on on every single media platform. Yeah, they're already doing it. <laughs> yeah. Here's a little bit of uh, the beginning from Margaret Brennan of... Uh, of Face the Nation. Welcome to Face the Nation. The New Hampshire primary is just two days away. Can anyone stop the Trump steamroll towards the Republican nomination? Can anyone? Can anyone anyone? stop him? They don't even see themselves, but they would never put any Biden phraseology like that. Can anyone stop Biden? Yeah, not them. It's just a bizarre framing, especially when all the... um, polls show that half the country is prepared to vote for him right and so here's the thing now as they get back into hysterics talk about you you know what a terrible person he is in all of the indictments etc and work themselves into a lather unfortunately i think some of that will permeate households and permeate uh, certainly um college educated women and it will be seen as not not up to par for polite society in many circles for you to even dare support Trump. In this time, even more than ever, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Trump signs and things like that. So then, so do we see now then Trump go down to 20 points in the polls? Because the media is going to be full-time. Trump is the the devil. That's it. But I think, and here's the thing, I think with Trump, it's already sort of baked in. Like the hysteria, because we've done this with the hysteria. You know, everybody, they've already said all the things that you can say about Trump. 
that he's racist, that he's Hitler, that he's a fascist, that he's going to put people on trains. Isn't it incredible how Trump is like... all has all the bad attributes? Is that <laughs> all the bad things? I know. But they're like, so it's already, and this is why, especially after DeSantis's poll numbers got worse um, in like general election matchup polling, this is why, like, I just don't buy the the electability thing for, quote, generic Republican, right? Because generic Republican is one thing. Nikki Haley supposedly polls better than Trump right now in general right. election matchups. But they haven't gotten done with their thing that they do yet. You know what I mean? She's going to have, like, fired people and given people cancer like Mitt Romney, and she's going to be a racist and a sexist and a bigot and a homophobe and, like, all this stuff. And... I don't think she can withstand that without getting knocked down a bunch more points. But Trump has already had all those things said about him and done to him. And so he's sort of already it's like pre-shrunk cotton. He yeah. comes like already called an authoritarian. So well, and also, we've already the polling thing, that we have is like with that built in already. There's another line. I think that people can tell when members of the media say we know, in fact, that Biden created this many jobs, the most in history. We know, in fact, that after the media is withdrawing, extracting the coronavirus and acting as if that was Trump's fourth year was just a normal year and everything dipped, et cetera, because Trumponomics. And I think for a lot of people, especially a lot of people whose lives are disrupted from COVID lockdowns, et cetera, that's a big F you. And I think people see that and they say, you're not going to mention, you're not going to mention. I remember this happening after 9-11. People talking about, oh, look, travel and whatever uh, plunged after George Bush. It's like, yeah, they, everything was shut down. Nobody could fly in a plane. But but people just extracted the context. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and people are still doing this with, like, Trump and the economy and all this stuff. They're, they're slamming Trump in every possible way they can. If his general election polling looks like this now, I can only imagine it's only going to get better. And I think... One reason for that is we haven't even seen the consolidation yet that we will see as the primary draws down, right? Because there are still a bunch of people like independents and moderates who are like still thinking Nikki Haley has a chance who are like, no, I'll never vote for Trump in a million years. Yes. And they're like in those polls now, but they're some percentage of them are going to come round to Trump during the course of a general election. Maybe not all, but some of them. You know what I'm saying? So that gives Trump a point or two there. Like, the, I mean, anything can happen, but I think that he is not as tied to the, like, Roe v. Wade abortion stuff as the left would like him to be because people know that he doesn't really believe in it. Right. I think that he's... There's more like conservative consolidation that's going to happen around him now as all these like conservatives sort of come home. That's just starting. It's what we started to feel in New Hampshire with like Tim Scott endorsing him, Ron DeSantis now endorsing him. Like this is the other reason I think Nikki Haley's toast in New Hampshire is because, uh, you know, it, it feels over now. <laughs> yeah, you know, does. like so if you're a voter who was like trying to decide right now, like. If you're a Nikki Haley voter, you might stay home. If you're a Trump voter, you might, you know, it just it feels pointless. Nikki Haley feels pointless at this moment. Yeah, and, and I like, think you know one of the one of the shows this morning actually said that it doesn't feel like a New, New Hampshire primary. And I had the opportunity to get up there mm-hmm. for to hang out for a few days. Right. But I mean, obviously, we've got a lot going on, so I can't get out as well. But but 
we could have like maybe made it happen if it was like really exciting, but we were like, yeah, there's no contest. Eh, there's nothing happening, and I don't know. Also interesting about it is I think now too that it feels like it's over, and this consolidation is going to start happening. I think that there's going to be more like serious and professional people around Trump now, whereas like you know there's going to be less Laura Loomer and more. Like serious people. Do you know what I'm saying? Which is going to amplify Trump more too. Especially as like the party kind of gets behind him and stuff and this infrastructure gets going. I think that um, I think that this is going to be like a better thing. I mean, and well, supposedly his campaign organization are the adults. That's what I'm hearing from people who don't even like him. Right. Like um, Boris Epstein is not like a huge part of the campaign. The inner circle is really adults. You would have wanted these adults to maybe not have him had dinner with Kanye and Nick Fuentes last year or whenever that was. Um, but I don't think I think there's going to be like less and less of that. I don't know. All the news uh, shows were all about this cut of him with Nikki Haley saying Nikki Haley instead of Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or he's talking about January 6th and he says Nikki Haley and, a bunch of times. And the left of- loves that because that gets to put them equivalent to Biden losing his mind. See, Trump's <laughs> right. losing his mind too. <laughs> right. Now he's disqualified for this reason, you see? And right. insurrections and boxes and lying about how much Trump Corporation made and the non-rape of Eugene Carroll and all this. Stuff. It's like, you see, now do you see? But they're going to do it and I think it could have some uh, effect. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Trump's as like... I don't think he's as sharp as he was. That's good. I don't want him popping off like he. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I also think that this is going to be a really different type of campaign. Like he's going to be doing these rallies, but like I, I don't think either him or Biden. I don't think either of them wants to debate. Right. And so we may. This might be the first presidential election cycle in the modern era where there's no presidential debates. No, I think it is. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see if that makes a difference, like not having debates, because I don't think we're going to, there'll be like some conventions, but this could be a very quiet election. Yes. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I I don't think so. I think that the traditional legacy media is not going to take it well. And they're also, remember, their their newsrooms have been taken over with activists, so... Mm -hmm. Which I think we should, um, I think we should get to the LA Times stuff in the Patreon show. Yeah, we gotta go. What, I mean, we gotta get to what is the hot sauce? Else? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline. So I must chat. tell you, some of these messages on here, and I don't preview these messages. I generally isn't time, but some of these messages are like four minutes long. I, we, I cannot stick through four minutes. I cannot. We're not put you guys through four minutes unless it's like really, really good, you guys. Even then, this I one's don't called know. "You Big Dummy." Okay. Tom, these messages suck. You big dummy. Who's that? I like that. I like that. I'm all for it. Picks and insight. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I uh, bet on uh, the Ravens, the Lions, 49ers, and Buffalo Bills. Love the Bills. Um, not sure why I did that accent. Dive into tables that are on fire. We love the Bills Mafia people. Uh, probably good. And Freddie Smurless, Alice, your your pal. Oh yeah. Gonna get canceled for doing that accent, <laughs> doing that voice. Anyway, 
Oh, topsy turvy. Um, yeah, I'm watching the Ravens game currently. When you hear this, so this is uh, recorded in in uh, actual. Well, as- now everybody knows the uh, how it turned out. Maybe we'll watch um, Taylor Swift's boyfriend versus the Bills tonight. You hear the rumors that he's going to retire? Yes. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, he's pretty old, isn't he? I have no idea. I think he's in his thirties. No idea. This is- It's called Tony. This is four minutes long. Not bad. It's kind of a cool song, gotta say. Kind of a cool song. Let's see... These are songs. That's why they're that loud. Who is okay. this? Morgan? Doesn't sound like his kind of music. Justin used to leave musical messages. I don't mind the song. This one's called The Tower. Thank you. You can just email me the album next time, guys, <laughs> if you want to. Uh, it's another song. Another song. Here's a non-song. Oh, no. It's a song. I appreciate that. So I went up to one of the teachers, um, young teacher, like 23, 24, real young, yeah. beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> oh boy, um, uh, she was wearing uh, black and yellow because they had a spelling bee at the school. And I seen her and I go, hey, what's the buzz? And it went over Ooh. her head. She didn't get she out didn't of speed. She didn't get it? Oh, that's a good one, kinda, Justin. Kind of silly, funny. Anyway. I like it, man. Yeah. What's the buzz? Uh, thank you so much, guys. If you're watching on the Patreon live stream, stay there because we got to get over to the other side to talk about these uh, LA Times media um, journals. We got a lot of stuff, dude. Yeah, we got more things to talk about. Um, so, yeah, hang out there. If you want to join that, that's patreon.com slash burnbarrel. Of course, the show's free. Um, burnbarrelpodcast.com has links to different places to listen. Whatever your favorite podcast app is, you should be on there. And videos on YouTube and Rumble. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.